Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Slab Stocks Week 15 NFL Recap. I'm your host, Nate. This week, we'll be going over a news and, nets, news and notes section again, uh, three good quarterbacks of the week and their price points, and three bad quarterbacks and their price points. No Aaron this week, so I will be uh, getting through this pretty quickly for you. Should be in and out in 15 minutes or so. Fairly big news and notes section this week, but uh, quite interesting, so let's jump right into that. Kenny Drake, 22 carries for 137 yards and four touchdowns. I don't think anybody saw that coming uh, going into the season. One, that he would be on the Cardinals, and two, that he would have such a good game. Uh, really nice to see from him, and hopefully something that you can bank on going forward, especially because the Cardinals don't seem to want to use David Johnson. Chris Carson had 24 carries for 133 yards. <coughs> Excuse me. Chris Carson had 24 carries for 133 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, great game from him, which is nice to see. Nice to see for my uh, fantasy football championship team. Got one week left, two-week championship. Banking on him having another good week to try to get me a win. Zeke Elliott had 24 carries for 117 yards and two touchdowns and three receptions for 43 yards. Tony Pollard had 12 carries for 131 yards and a touchdown and two receptions for 12 yards. Those are Dallas's two QB or two running backs, and they combined for 303 yards and three touchdowns against the Rams on Sunday, which is outrageous. Uh, Dallas killed them on the ground, uh, giving up 300 yards to the opposing teams running backs is wild on only 37 36 carries 303 yards or 303 yards on 36 carries and five receptions insane christian mccaffrey back at it again 19 rushes for 87 yards and two touchdowns eight catches for 88 yards insanely good week for him yet again uh, tight ends had a huge week this week. Uh, Travis Kelsey went for 11 catches and 142 yards. George Kittle went for 13 catches and 134 yards. Darren Waller went for 8 catches and 122 yards. And Tyler Higby went for 12 catches and 111 yards. So incredible weeks from tight ends all around. Julio Jones had 13 catches for 134 yards and 2 touchdowns. Monster week from him. Nice to see that. And then Brashad Perriman. Former first-round pick, 26 overall in 2015, to the Ravens, Brashard Perriman, who was on the Ravens two years and then on Cleveland last year and now Tampa Bay this year, goes for five catches, 113 yards, and three touchdowns. Th that, those touchdowns are 30% of his career touchdowns in one game, and he's been in the league for four years. So very nice to see from him. Hopefully that's a sign of things going forward for him and that he's figured it out and uh, can be, uh, you know, have a nice, long, productive career in the NFL. So there's our news and notes. A lot of good weeks this week from a lot of good players, uh, which is nice to see. We've got two weeks left of the season, week 16, week 17. A ton of teams have made, uh, have locked playoff spots up. Um... So it should be pretty fun from here going on forward. All right, let's jump into our good quarterbacks of the week, and then we'll jump into our bad quarterbacks of the week. So good quarterbacks of the week, number one, of course he's number one. He had the greatest game I think I've ever seen in my lifetime, Drew Brees, 29 for 30. He had one incompletion all day, and he threw it 30 times. 
307 yards, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero sacks, zero fumbles, but only a 148.9 pass rating. Obviously, a 148.9 pass rating is very good, but you have only one incompletion, over 300 yards, four touchdowns, no picks, no fumbles, and no sacks, and you can't get a perfect passer rating. I know passer rating has some weird weird things that need to happen for you to get perfect, and it just shows that it's kind of a wacky stat. Took uh, Drew, and also they won against the Colts. Um, let me pull this stat up here. 34-7 to on Monday night. So, incredible week from the Saints. That seven points from the Colts was a garbage time touchdown, a uh, rushing touchdown there. So, it was really 34 nothing almost the entire game. I pulled uh, Topps Rookie PSA 10 cards for Drew Brees. On December 1st, there was one. There was, they were hard to find, just so you know. There was one that was listed for 270 and crossed out on eBay with best offer accepted. So it was under 270 On December 16th, the day after his good game, or the day of his good game, I should say, uh, he went for $305. So a huge, a pretty big increase there. At least 35 bucks, but more because it didn't go for 270 So that's really nice to see for Drew Brees. Um, Aaron wrote a, wrote a Instagram thing on him earlier this week, a hot listing that you should check out after this if you have not seen it yet. Pretty insightful there. Number two on our list is Lamar Jackson. He went 15 for 23 for 212 yards, five touchdowns, and a 134.4 passer rating. Um, another incredible week from him. He just every week, every week does something incredible. It's to the point where it's almost not incredible anymore because it's just Lamar Jackson. If he doesn't somehow get like at least three or four total touchdowns, you're kind of wondering what happened because that's how good Lamar Jackson is. You know, a normal quarterback has two touchdowns, and you're like, all right, fine, good week. Lamar Jackson, if he had two touchdowns, you'd think the world was falling, you know, crumbling. So Lamar Jackson, absolutely incredible again. The MVP is all but locked up. There's no way anybody wins it over him unless he, like, gets so injured in these next two weeks. And I don't see that happening. Took his, I took Lamar Jackson's Prism Base Rookie PSA 10s. On December 4th, they were $451, or one went on auction for $451. On December 15th, day of the game, one went for $510. Or not day of the game, a couple days after the game, sorry. He had a Thursday night game. He played on the 12th. 15th was Sunday. And then on December 18th, which was yesterday, uh, he went for $435 on auction. So there was some movement after the game where the price went up but now it's gone back down again i don't know what's up with that we'll find out probably because 510 dollars for a base psa 10 is just outrageous anyways this isn't like patrick mahomes year where the bases and the silvers are the same lamar has a silver and he has base and you know there's thousands of base cards out there of lamar jackson so a 435 dollars for a psa 10 is still outrageous and then number three is Jameis Winston. He went 28 for 42, 458 yards, four touchdowns, one pick, and a 124.9 passer rating. Just another incredible week from Jameis. 
he's had so many of these where he gets a ton of yards and a ton of touchdowns, but a ton of picks. This week, only one interception, um, which is nice to see. Jameis has got to the point where I didn't think the Buccaneers would keep him early on in the season, and now I don't see a way of them getting rid of him. You kind of just have to live with the picks at this point. I took his eBay Tops rookie PSA 10. You know, obviously, on December 17th, one went for $14. That was with shipping. After shipping and the cost to grade a card, you know, you're not making any money, um, which is kind of points out to where Jameis is at right now. Even though he has had putting up some big numbers, he's also putting up some big bad numbers, and people still really aren't investing. But on November 20th, a lot of five PSA 10 rookies sold for $22 shipped. So there was some money to be made if you were the one buying the PSA 10s and not the one grading the PSA 10s. There is money to be made there. So, you know, it's uh, it's nice to see. Um, with shipping, shipping was like $5, so it was really like a $9 card. So you could have bought, you know, two two and a half cards for the price of the five that sold and you get the other two and a half for free uh, right now which is nice to see so there's a bit of a price increase there for Jameis um, he is a wild season so close to leading the league in or leads the league in interceptions and so close to leading in yards and touchdowns if he doesn't lead in yards yet yeah, I think he's three touchdowns back to Lamar Jackson so a wild wild year there for him so there's our top Three good QBs, Drew Brees, Lamar Jackson, Jameis Winston, all had incredible weeks. Moving on to a three bad QBs, we've got another Drew. This time, unfortunately, it's Drew Locke, the Broncos rookie QB who had had two great weeks in a row coming off of the injured reserve. He had a tough time against Kansas City. Number one, they lost 23-3. to Number two, he went 18 for 40 for 208 yards, zero touchdowns, one pick and a 50.8 passer rating. You know, an under an under 50% passer rating on 40 passes for only 208 yards and a pick is not a good line. But he's young. The Chiefs are energized right now. You know, you give him a pass. I took his eBay Prism Silver Autos on December 14th. One went for $125 on auction. Uh, and that was a day before the game on December 18th, which was just yesterday, Wednesday. One went for $110 on auction. So a $15 drop, but not too drastic. Um, I still like him. Still think he has uh, good talent there. Um, but, you know, he just has to move past this game. Next week, the Broncos play the... Why can't I find it? The Broncos play the Lions, so that should be a good game for him. Number two on our list is Devlin Hodges, the Duck. Duck Hodges, he went 23 for 38 for 202 yards, one touchdown, but four interceptions and a 43.9 passer rating. The Steelers got absolutely whomped defensively by the Bills. They didn't get blown out. It was only 17 to 10, but that Bills defense is so good. And uh, Devlin Hodges had a rough, rough day. And that's to be expected. As for eBay prices, Devlin doesn't have any prism. So I didn't grab any prices. 
Um, hopefully, Devlin will have some prism in the future, but we're already past that point where it's not going to be his rookie card, so I don't think anybody's going to care. We'll see what happens um, with Big Ben next year. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges. I think Mason Rudolph might be gone. It'll be, a, it'll be interesting to track in the offseason. And then number three on our list, I have Aaron Rodgers. He went 16 for 33 for 203 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, and a 78.2 pass rating. All in all, he probably didn't have like one of the worst days of people on the list. He did have a completion percentage under 50%, didn't have a ton of yards, had a touchdown, no interceptions type of thing. I just wanted to talk about Aaron Rodgers because I wanted to take a moment to say how this Packers team has to be the worst 11-3 team of all time. Now, I know that the rest of the NFL probably is. I mean, you got the 49ers who looked really good losing to the Falcons. You've got a bunch of these other teams. The Chiefs looked rusty there for a while. The Patriots have lost to a bunch of good teams. The Texans have lost to a couple teams. You know, there's a lot of teams. I mean, the Texans lost to the Broncos, and the Broncos got blown out by the Chiefs. And then the Texans beat the Titans, who looked unbeatable. Um... But then the Texans and the Chiefs and the Ravens have beaten the Patriots. It almost seems like the only sure team in the NFL is the Ravens. And then after that, you've got, like, the Seahawks, maybe? And then after that, it's like the Saints lost to the 49ers, but the 49ers lost to the Falcons. And I'm pretty sure the Saints lost to the Falcons. But then the Packers got blown out by the 49ers. And so it's very it's a very weird situation, but I'm fairly confident saying that the Packers have to be the worst looking eleven and three team of all time. And I don't think we're gonna get very far in the playoffs. But moving back to Aaron Rodgers, not a great game. He hasn't had a great year. He misses a lot of open guys, um, not on throws, but just doesn't throw to him. Like you watch the all twenty two tape and you can see open guys and he just holds the ball, moves around in the pocket, misses the open guy when he's open, and then tries to run for like two yards. So I took Rodgers' tops rookie PSA 10s, and there's really no change. December 12th, there was an, one went for $85 on auction and shipped. On December 17th, one went for $80 on auction and shipped. And then December 18th, one went for $94 on auction and shipped. So... Not a ton of movement. Oddly enough, the last one sold is the highest one, even after he had a bad game. But we did clinch a playoff spot, and that matters to some people. So it'll be interesting to see how his card market moves going forward. But I could really use him throwing to wide-open guys and not missing them constantly. And so that is our good, bad news and notes of the week. Um, thank you for listening. I'm sorry I got out a couple days late trying to move through this pretty quickly here so i know it's only like a 10 minute recording 15 minute recording as of right now uh but i appreciate you all appreciate you all listening potentially there will be another podcast tomorrow i don't have our schedule up right now but we're going to be trying to get four to five podcasts out a week for you guys going forward along with our regular instagram question of the day and post of the day so thank you all for listening i hope you all have a wonderful weekend and a if we don't get another podcast out by then, I hope you all have a wonderful Christmas Eve, Christmas uh, next week, and I uh, can't wait to talk to you all again.